Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Gamers to Budget Arcade, your number one free-to-play video game review podcast. In our normal weeks, we review a free-to-play game. Uh, myself, your boy Scat, and your boy Jeff. We all get together and we we review mostly pretty terrible games. However, we we've had some. Uh, some gems the past couple weeks. Uh, if you missed out on last week's episode, we reviewed Pokemon Unite. Uh, a very good game. Make sure you listen to that episode. Uh, but here in these off weeks, we typically, and it's been just me solo for the past uh, couple months, but we, we talk about what's going on in video games. What's going on in video game, uh, the, the industry, what... Uh, what I'm playing, what's coming soon to your favorite platforms, and so uh, we'll 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 dive into some 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 news. Uh, you'll hear what terrible games I've been playing. Um, that's that's kind of a joke, but it's not because I've been playing some pretty terrible stuff lately. Uh, and then to to wrap up the show, we'll. Uh, We'll give a, a preview of what's coming for the month of September in video games. So, um, you know, here, here this month, you know, news has been kind of, kind of dull lately. We haven't had a lot of uh, a lot of huge news drop. You know, uh, last month we had the, you know the Activision Blizzard scandal and that pretty much rocked the uh, the video game world for for a little bit but it seems like that's kind of fading out you know much like news does uh, the cycle never stops churning so uh, that's that's kind of taking the back seat and you know the the issues are still the same but uh, they're they're not as they're not in the spotlight as much right now um, so we, uh, so the Gamescom 2021 awards were announced, and uh, they were presented during the annual uh, the annual show. And we'll just run through uh, some of the some of the winners here, and uh, 
best action adventure game went to Elden Ring. Uh, the best action game went to Far Cry 6. Um, and these are for um, games that are, are, are coming soon. Uh, best family game went to Super Dungeon Maker. Uh, I don't know anything about that one. Best indie game went to Lost in Random. That's uh, published by EA and developed by Zoink Games. Um, best RPG. Uh, Elden Ring took that as well. Uh, best Simulation. Went to Park Beyond, which is uh, published by Bandai Namco. Uh, best Sports Game. Here's a surprise. Riders Republic. I don't know anything about that one, but it's published by Ubisoft. Best Strategy Game went to Age of Empires 4. Um, put out by Microsoft. And the best multiplayer game uh, went to Halo Infinite. Um, Halo Infinite's been in the in the news off and on here recently. Um, and people don't know what to think. They're, uh, they're a little bit, um, you know, kind of wait and see uh, for, for the, the newest Halo game that comes out here in the, in the winter. But uh, I can tell you the overall impression is that it's not going to be great um so you know these these publications that put out these awards like gamescom uh they're they're trying to throw support behind it and you know it's gonna sell like like hotcakes but is it gonna be a good game we don't really know uh best ongoing game went to apex legends people still play apex um Let's see. Uh, best Xbox game went to Halo Infinite. The best Switch game went to Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Uh, best PlayStation game went to Elden Ring. That's a bit of a surprise. Uh, best announcement at the at the show went to Saints Row. And that also took the best trailer. And then best of Gamescom went to Elden Ring. And a, and a little bit of a shock, the best games lineup went to Bandai Namco. Uh, Bandai Namco has been around a long time, so that's not a not a surprise, like low key, not a surprise. But um, you know, you think of hey, going into twenty twenty two, what publisher uh, has got a, the best games lineup? It's not Bandai Namco, that's for sure. Some other news. So Netflix uh, announced a couple weeks ago that they were going to get into the video game industry. And um, they didn't really announce anything, you know, concrete. Just that they were going to dive into the video game industry. Uh, much like Amazon has has a, a games faction. Uh, well, Netflix, you know, being the, the leading video streamer... Um, in the world right now, uh, always looking to make money, much like Disney. Disney's always looking to make money. Netflix is always looking to make money as well, and you know they've got a lot of, got a, they have got a lot of 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 arms and uh, across a lot of different mediums, and so um, they've they're they're currently testing, as according to GamesIndustry.biz. Um, some some video game stuff 
two subscribers, two Netflix subscribers in Poland, and they're testing two games: Stranger Things 1984 and Stranger Things 3. Um, and so, if you are using an Android device to for your Netflix viewing, you'll find links if you're in Poland. Hey, if we got any Poland listeners, hit us up. Um, Poland listeners, Polish listeners, and Polish listeners in Poland. How about that? You'll you'll be able to access these two games inside the app, um, which will then take you to the Google Play Store, where you can install the game for no additional cost. Um, Netflix has announced that their games in the platform will not have ads. There's no in in app purchases. And the games will be included with your paid subscription. Um, but they've reiterated that the this is a very early, you know, testing period for them. And, you know, I, I don't know what... I haven't done any research to, to like, Netflix purchasing up small, small developers, you know, mobile game developers to see you know where their th- where their ideas lie or you know what route they're going to take for what what games they they're going to develop and publish um but the you know Netflix did hire um a former Facebook and Electronic Arts executive a uh, guy by the name of Mike Veru um you know and they put him as their VP of game development and then, um, you know, they, they held a, a, a like a quarterly earnings report where they discussed, you know, how their how what their plan would be for for a game game model, video game model, and how that'll impact their their revenue streams. And um, and they they've said from the get go that there it is going to be ad free, um, and that they are going to be. Um, focusing on mobile games, you know, in, in, in the, uh, at the start. So, um, people on the internet have, have speculated that, um, this, this game division from Netflix will launch something that's Stadia-like, uh, you know, where it'll offer streaming video games eventually, um, but hopefully it's better than Stadia, uh, you know, um, Google has not done well in the the marketing of of their game platform, their streaming game platform, and so if Netflix can carve out a uh, a portion of their subscribers that enjoy video games, which is is a ton, uh, a ton of people, and they can gather up new subscribers that are solely interested in playing some of these video games that they're developing and publishing. Uh, it, it's, it seems like it would be a win-win, but much like everything else, it's a, it's a dip, dip the toes in the water and see how cold it is. Um, you know, if the water's warm enough, you can, you know, jump in, but if the water's too cold, you're not, you know, you're not going to dive in head first. So, it's a it's an interesting 
foray into the video game industry. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see what what lies ahead with uh, with Netflix and video games. Um, let's see what else. What else can we talk about? There's an interesting little one and a little bit of uh, news that involves video games, and I feel like uh, this this headline for this article that I've I've just read is should be on the. Uh, on our boy Elliot's podcast, uh, uh, Tessa and Elliot argue. Uh, you can find that podcast wherever you get podcasts from. But uh, the article is South Korea plans to abolish gaming curfew. Um, and the article goes on goes on to say that uh, there was a law that um, that blocked underage video gamers from accessing online games late at night. Uh, so, um, it's weird is because South Korea is, um, much more progressive. Uh, well, I, at least I thought they were much more progressive than that. But, uh, the South Korean government, I guess, said, hey, it's tw- almost 2022. We gotta, we gotta get with the times. And they, uh, they abolished that law. And, uh, apparently the law was, was, uh, put into practice in 2011, um, and, and according to this article, to, quote, prevent excessive playtime and gaming addiction and to also ban players age 16 or under from playing online PC games between midnight and 6 a.m. And then they, uh, South Korea also um, levied fine amounts that any game company that did not comply with the curfew uh, would be fined up to... Um, Essentially, eight thousand five hundred dollars in in U.S. currency. Um, I don't know what the currency is in South Korea, but it's a. Uh, the article states it'd be ten million of South Korea's currency, which equates to eight thousand five hundred here in the U.S. Um, or prison sentences for up to two years. That's bleeping crazy. Um, I I don't know if Scott would venture this far into the episode before it's published to bleep it out if I said it, but, uh, that's crazy. You imagine, can you imagine living in a country? And I know, I know they exist. I know there's, you know, we got listeners in, in countries where these practices are common, but (laughs) to, (laughs) to be banned from playing video games between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. That's crazy. That's crazy to me, and it's crazy that we live in a world where that is still viewed as a practice. Um, Yeah, get better, world. Just get better. Uh, But I'm glad that uh, South Korea's finally um, turned the corner in this, in this, this realm and have decided to abolish that law. Uh, but in the article goes on to say that in the absence of the curfew, South Koreans will, uh, the, the country of South Korea, will rely on the current choice permit, quote, unquote, system. Uh, and it was introduced a year after the, uh, the law was uh, enacted. And it allows players to request a permit per game and designate hours for playing these titles with the agreement of their parents. So you're a 15-year-old kid. And you want to play 
whatever PC game you want to play online. And you got to get your parents' permission, sign a waiver saying that you can play up to 2 a.m. But after 2 a.m., you best get off because South Korea's government will come for you. It's, it's crazy. That's this, this, this is a crazy article. And I feel like we just had a crossover with Tessa L.A. Argue. Um, so, yeah, that's weird. So one, uh, one interesting bit of news that I saw amongst many video game news platforms was that the, uh, the Overwatch character McCree is going to be renamed after the dismissal of the guy he was named after from the company. I've never played Overwatch. I don't have any interest playing Overwatch. I know a lot of people played it, and a lot of people still play it. So this one's for you. But uh, I guess Overwatch is... Uh, re- uh, the company is re- renaming the character of McCree, who is... Uh, uh, the article describes him as a gunslinger. But uh, they're changing it because the uh, the guy he's named after worked for, for Blizzard. And, you know, the that whole thing. So uh, they are quoted as saying... We built the Overwatch universe around the idea that inclusivity, equity, and hope are the building blocks of a better future. They are central to the game and to the Overwatch team, as we continue to discuss how we best live up to our values and to demonstrate our commitment to creating a game world that reflects them. We believe it's necessary to change the name of the hero currently known as McCree to something that better represents what Overwatch stands for. Uh, and the character was named after Jesse McCree, who is uh, the lead level designer at Blizzard. And uh, he was subsequently dismissed from the company after the allegation and accusations that came out against Activision and Blizzard, um, you know, late in the summer. I mean, good. that's fine. That's cool. Good. I, I don't know necessarily why it deserves news. Just change his name and be done with it. Um, all this does is bring attention back to, which could serve a purpose, but bring uh, it brings this whole this whole thing back into the limelight. Um, but I think for the wrong reasons. Um, you know, if the Overwatch development team had just changed the character's name, left everything else about the character the same, and just happened to change his name, uh, people would have picked up on it and they would ask questions and. They- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It would have speculated. But I don't think... And it could just be because, you know, the video game news cycle right now is very slow. So uh, we're 
we're getting articles and attention like this to a character that you know was named after a dude who turned out to be not so not so great um but you know i think it's it's time that we 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 move on from you know this uh this culture of oh hey we have to distance ourselves from everything i i don't know if anybody would have you know really drawn correlation behind this guy jesse mccree and this character mccree um, without there being a lot of spotlight to it i don't disagree with changing the name i just i disagree with the 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 attention that was made to it instead of continuing to push the envelope with attention to the actual things that matter which is um proper representation in the video game industry um it's you know uh equity and inclusivity like like the the statement said i just i i just find it tiresome to talk about a character in a video game being renamed because he also shared a name with a lead designer who you know didn't who was dismissed from the company because he wasn't a good dude um you know that's that's spotlight for the wrong reasons let's spotlight what blizzard is doing after the fact not not this what what they're what they're doing internally as a company to make sure that their employees are taken care of that their employees are treated equally that their employees have a voice let's spotlight that let's talk about that i want i want to read stuff about that i want to read stuff about this this dumbass character mccree and and you know him having a new name who cares i'm not i don't even i don't even know what his new name is going to be or what it is because i don't care uh, I do care about how these people are, are represented that are making these games. So that's a that's a new one. Um, cloud gaming forecasted to generate 6.5 billion in 2024. So uh, this article from uh, VG247 states that uh, an estimated 60.7 million paid users. Um, utilized a cloud uh video game service oh no i'm sorry it's it's expected that 60 by 2024 60.7 million users will utilize cloud gaming services so um you know game pass users playstation now users uh stadia users if netflix gets their game you know system off the ground uh whatever amazon's gaming cloud-based gaming platform is that's interesting and it goes kind of goes hand in hand with you know netflix diving not really diving in but uh dipping their toes in to the the video game cloud video game cloud streaming realm is because if it's gonna bring that much money 6.5 billion dollars is a lot of money so if if netflix can get a little bit of that even you know five percent of that money i would i would imagine that they would they would take it um and i'm not a math dude so i'm not gonna do that math in my head uh maybe i will maybe i'll i'll, I'll do it here on the uh the old computer so five percent of 6.5 billion is 325 million uh, would netflix take that revenue more than likely uh it just depends on how much they put in 
and with Netflix revenue and their their capital money, uh, I would think that they could probably put a lot of money into into a cloud video game cloud streaming service. So, uh, just an interesting interesting tidbit for what uh, what could be on the horizon and where video game is is uh, where the industry may be moving to. Um, I, I don't think it's a secret. I think Microsoft has made it very well known that um, Game Pass is 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 their move, and uh, you know, Sony and and the PlayStation platform are uh, investing a lot more into the PS Now um, subscription service. So I just I think it's just a matter of time before everything moves moves to a cloud based uh, streaming platform. And you can hear my thoughts and 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 um, our guy Jeff's thoughts on it. We did a we did an episode a while back, uh, strictly about cloud-based streaming. So uh, make sure you uh, make sure you you tune into that that episode. That might be it for news. News news has been kind of slow, and hopefully, I didn't bore you guys too much. So let's talk about what I've been playing. And it's uh, it's nothing really good. So um, I'm a PS Now subscriber, and uh, recently I I downloaded the video game Knack, which was a PS3 game. It was a PS4 game. I think it was a PS4 launch title. And I'll be honest, it's it's a decent platformer. Um, you know, it's it's got decent mechanics uh, where you play as a as a uh, kind of a, an ancient invention or an invention by a guy who invented a, uh, a creature that's formed out of relics from a past um, civilization. And um, you have the ability to, to, to grow as large as buildings or get as small as air duct vents um, using these relics. And the, the entire game is that you're trying to find the civilization this lost civilization, but there's an there's an evil um, corporate tycoon type guy that is uh, also looking for this ancient civilization because he wants to harness the power of uh, of of this the civilization. And um, the gameplay's fine. The gameplay's decent. It's it's challenging enough without being overly challenging. The story's garbage, but. Um, it didn't get good reviews when it came out. Um, it got pretty trash reviews. And, you know, um, as a PS4 launch title, which um, it was released in November of 2013, it's, uh, I, I can see why. Um, the the graphics for a, uh, a 2013, so it wasn't, so it wasn't a launch title for the, the PlayStation. If it came out in 2013, when did the PlayStation come out? Oh, it did. Yeah, it was launch title. So PS4 came out in November 2013, and the NAC was a launch title. So uh, I can see why it got poo-pooed. Um, it's because gamers may have been expecting more. But going back and playing it now, almost 10 years later, um, the, 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 the graphics, they still stand up. Um, it doesn't look like I'm playing a, a late PS3 title. Um, so, uh, that's what I've been playing, um, 
yeah, I, I finished the game, and the game was fine. Um, I do, I'm also a Gamefly subscriber, and so I, uh, I got the game Evergate. I, I got it for the PS5, and it was released on uh, July 2nd of 2021. And it's a, uh, like a, I don't even know what you would classify it as, but you play as a, uh, like a kind of a lost soul. Um, and you're trying to make your way back to Earth. And, it, and Google classifies it as a uh, 2D puzzle platformer um, where you control your environment and you're trying to get back to Earth and you have different levels. And you have to collect orbs and uh, different different things in each level. It's challenging. The game's challenging. Um, you know, reviews are kind of lukewarm. I mean, it, the story there's there's not really a story to it. The music is is pretty fantastic in the game. It is uh, developed by uh, Stone Lantern Games and P Cube, um, and published by P Cube. But um, I'm playing on the PS5, but it also launched, I think, on the PS4 and the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox One. So it's available on on, on your consoles. Uh, what else? What else am I playing? What else have I played? Oh, Hades. Um, I got Hades on the PS5. Uh, I haven't um, really dived in. I just loaded it up on, on, on the console and... Um, I'm excited to play that play that one. That's a, uh, a top-down platformer, but uh, you know, Google classified it as a roguelike uh, dungeon crawler. Um, it is developed by Supergiant Games, and it gathered uh, garnered a lot of Game of the Year award uh, award consideration late in 2020, and I'm excited to see why. Um, everybody I've I've read and I've talked to about it has raved about the game. I think I think me and Jeff talked about it briefly. I don't know if he's played it, uh, but you can go back to our um, game of the year uh, 2020 episode and get our thoughts on you know whether or not Hades or get his thoughts on whether or not Hades is uh, is deserving. But uh, I'm excited to 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 try it out. Uh, right now we're we're kind of in a video game lull so to speak and uh you know we're gonna september is going to get us back into oh man there's some some good games coming out new games um but you know here in late summer we're just playing what we can and uh keeping ourselves busy so that's what i'm playing right now if you want to you know um drop the uh drop the show line and tell us what we've been uh what you've been playing uh that'd be cool too so to wrap things up here, let's uh, let's talk about what's what's coming in the month of September. Uh, we have, let's see, we have Sonic Colors Ultimate coming to the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, the Switch, and the PC on September 7th. We have Blood Rain Betrayal, Fresh Bites, coming to the PS5, the uh, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and the PC on September 9th. Uh, we have Life is Strange, True Colors, on the PS5, uh, Series X and S, P4, 
PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC on September 10th. Um, one of the more anticipated uh, video games of the year, NBA 2K22, coming to the PS5, the Series XS, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and the PC on September 10th. Uh, we have Deathloop, which is a console PS5 exclusive, and uh, on and also getting released on the PC on September 14th. I've heard good things about it, um, so I'm in, I'm excited to dive into that one. Nino Kuni 2: Revenant Kingdom is coming to the Switch. That's an exclusive on September 17th. If you played the 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 first Nino Kuni, uh, very a very Pokemon atmosphere to that uh, so I'm, a, I'm excited to read some reviews on Nino Kuni 2 and see if it's much of the same uh, another highly anticipated PlayStation exclusive that got a lot of attention back uh, late last year when um, a lot of PS5 titles were being announced is Kenna Bridge of Spirits uh, on the PS4 and the PS5 but it you know it's obviously built for the PS5 and also coming to the PC, uh, Sony and Sony has you know um, a weird crossover deal with uh, with PC for a lot of their titles, but uh, that's coming on September twenty first. Let's see, Pokemon Unite, which we just uh, this most recent episode where we reviewed it on the Switch, it is coming to iOS and Android on September twenty second. Um, I will be downloading it. I will be playing it. Um, that it's a fun, super fun game, and I'm interested to see how it plays on the uh, on the phone or the mobile device. Uh, Death Stranding is getting a director's cut, which is exclusive to the PS5, on September 24th. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, Darksiders 3 um, is coming to the Switch on September 30th, and then probably the most anticipated game of the year, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Coming to the PS5, Xbox Series XS, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and the PC on September 30th. So yeah, that is, um, that is, you know, starts our, our anticipation for, for the fall video game season. Uh, with some good titles. PS, uh, the, the PS5's got some, some highly anticipated titles coming to it. So I'm interested to dive into those. Um, if you... You want to tell us what you've been playing? You can find us on all of the social media platforms: uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Budget Arcade, uh, TikTok, uh, Budget Arcade Review. I don't know. I don't know what the TikTok is. Just search Budget Arcade. You'll find it. Um, we have a Discord. Um, we have a community of, of of gamers who support the show, and um, we we talk. We talk all things in the Discord, so if you're uh, you're interested in, in, in doing that, you can find it in the show notes, the link to the Discord in the show notes. And if you want to be a be a paid a paid supporter of the podcast, and we very much appreciate anybody who who chooses to to donate some money to the podcast, it, uh, it keeps it keeps us uh, it keeps us going. I'd say it keeps us coming back and. And providing you what we we think is is decent content, um, but you can uh, you can do so. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Budget Arcade, um, and you gain exclusive access to uh, our um, 
Patreon channel and our Discord where you get kind of some behind the scenes access to to the show and uh, to myself and Scott and Jeff and some others that have that have contributed to the show. Elliot's in there too. Um, so uh, if you feel like doing that, we we appreciate it as always. Um, our music is brought to you by Stimage. Um, you can find his music at metroidmetal.com. Um, if you want to look me up on Twitter, my um, my at is I heard you liked. I heard you liked, um, where I talk all things unfiltered. And so, if you want to hit me up there, um, you can follow me. I'll, fo- I'll I'll throw you a follow. I don't care. Um, but uh, next week we are reviewing. Contra Returns on um, on mobile. So download that game, play along, leave us some commentary in the Discord, and we'll be sure to uh, feature your, your commentary uh, on the show. Um, so uh, we'll catch you next week, and game on. Podcast Network. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.